listening to a podcast from Light FM. We're going to start off with one of the other songs that you've chosen first. Mm-hmm. Diana King's Shy Guy. Why this song? All right. Why this song? Other than the fact that I've I've known Diana since 1989 when I just wow. went into Kingston yeah. as as a part of another band. We were in competing bands to oh, say, you know, okay, she cool. was in a band called City, I was in a band called 809 band, right. which was at that time the whole Caribbean if you're if you're making a phone call, uh-huh. you had to use area code one eight oh nine. So my band was called the eight oh nine band. We were the top band in the country. Wow. And I, I've known Dana. She was always a great singer, and I always heard about her in Montego Bay. We just heard about this girl Diana King, mm-hmm. and then three four years later, after being in Kingston, she went on tour. She got signed, and she had that song called "Stir It Up." Yes. And which was part of the Cool Running soundtrack. Mm, right, that yeah. movie with the bobsled team. Yes. Love that movie. Right. So that was her first, she had a first chart entry with that song. And mm. from that, she got signed to Sony. Right. Now in 95, when she finished her album with Sony, I just happened to have gotten a cassette and I heard all the songs. Mm-hmm. And about six months later on a Saturday night in Kingston, Diana called me. Wow. She Say called what? me and she said, Castic. I'm putting together my own band and I want you to be the drummer. Wow. So by this time, I'd already had Shy Guy on a cassette and hearing it months before it was released and right. then it, it released and then the next thing is history. Yeah. I ended up flying to New York and we were rehearsing and we went on tour in Japan and I started playing with Diana King. Hence, oh, Shy amazing. Guy has to be a part of my story. What that's why that's why we're playing it <laughs> yeah. right now. Definitely not a shy guy, podcaster, <laughs> but a great memory with Diana King, your friend, right now in Light FM.
All right, Paul, like I've actually had breakfast in bed with this guy uh, and you got him on your playlist. And when I say breakfast in bed, I mean for a show. So, yeah, keep your dirty minds in check. Shaggy Bombastic is the next song on your playlist. Tell us why this one. Oh, my God. Believe it or not, it's almost a similar story. Mm. 1993, my second time to Japan. We ended up having to play for Shaggy. That time he had a song called Oh Carolina. Oh, oh love it. Yeah. You know yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. Fine. So it went great. We played for him and it was exciting. And me and him became really close. Mm. Me and him. And um one year passed, then ninety four came, we went back to Japan again. It was this annual tour called Japan Splash. Okay. Mm. And this time we couldn't play for him. So he brought his band. Mm-hmm. And then my band, Atona, and we were playing for all the other artists. Actually, I was playing for Apache Indian. Oh, oh right. Apache gosh, Indian yes. had Boom Shakalak. That's yeah. right. That was tearing up the world. Yes. And we played for Apache Indian mm-hmm. and multiple other artists. So it was kind of like, almost like, say, a competitive vibe. <laughs> right. And then Shaggy's band would play, and mm-hmm. then we would go on and play. And then from that, Shaggy does had a vibe. His manager took note. And in 95, when he had Bombastic... I also had the cassette. <laughs> oh there's this goodness. girl, this girlfriend of mine. Seriously, yeah. she was a singer dancer with him. Mm-hmm. She gave me the cassette, and I was listening to the whole album. And mm-hmm. I, I just had it at home. And right there in the summer of '95, his manager called me. Wow! And he said, "Hey, you know what? I want to change the band. I really like the vibe of you guys." And we, he kind of like identified a date in July 1996 mm-hmm. that he said. He wants to start with us in wow. July, and that would have been we were going to South Africa right after he won the Grammy Award. In I think it was February mm-hmm. to um '96, he won the Grammy. He called me that same night Ooh. and he said he doesn't want to wait, he wants us to start. No, we have to fly back to Jamaica and start rehearsing. And then I started touring with Chaggy from '96 to 2001. Oh, That's really? actually how I met my wife. Uh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's incredible. So We came to KL. What about Hong Kong? Because actually that's where I interviewed Shaggy in bed. For <laughs> what year? In bed. What year? What year is that? Oh my gosh. Uh, 2000, 2001. Oh, that time he already had hot shots. So I wasn't playing for him. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll but forget we, that we part. We came then. to KL. Yeah. We played in KL. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yes, the Monk yes. uh, Equestrian. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, we played two nights. We played there and we played at Hard Rock. And we may be spilling the beans right now. If Malaysians didn't already know, <laughs> Paul Castic's wife is... Malaysian. Malaysian, which makes him 
Malaysian too. La. Because that's how we roll here. I'm still waiting for my spousal pass. <laughs> Seems like it's taking forever to come. Depends. Do you know how to use the la? The way we use la at the end of some of our, our sentences? Yes, la. Uh, there you go. All right. While we wait for that, here's Shaggy. Bombastic on light.
Ooh, next on the choices that you've made today, uh, Paul Kasich for for the Jukebox Hour. Tell us about this White Snake song. I used to play in the hotels in Montego Bay. Mm-hmm. I, when I left school, went to college for a year, pretty much had no interest in what I was doing in college. The music just grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Started playing in hotel bands, and we were we were in one of the top bands in Montego Bay. Mm-hmm. So what happened is Jamaica has only two ra- radio stations at that time. Right. We had the JBC, Jamaica Broadcasting Corporation, and we had RGR Radio Jamaica. Every Friday night at, say, from 8 to 2 a.m., we would have a transmission of American Top 40. Oh. Come right. down with Shadow Stevens and uh-huh. Casey Kaysen. Yes. yes. So I used to camp out while I'm playing, and then at a certain time doing my breaks, I'm listening to what's on the charts. Right. And then by the time I get home, my brother know he would be listening till 2 a.m. And I just remembered in 87 hearing this song. Mm. Here I go again. And it just had a profound effect on me. When the whole MTV came out and we started seeing, getting MTV in Jamaica on the satellite, I saw the video with Whitesnake and I was just like, who the hell are these guys? (laughs) And uh, that song, I just loved it. And I started studying who played the whole story of Whitesnake. So needless to say, why this song is special to me, it's actually the very first song I've worked on for the project that I have coming out next year called My Reggae Rockin' Journey. Oh, wow. Where I'm singing all my favorite songs from the MTV hairband days between wow. 84 to say 91. And this is one of the songs? This is one of the songs. Oh my, I wish we were playing that instead, but I guess we'll have to wait and we'll have do to with wait White because Snake I brought now. them in, but I said, you know what? Okay. Let's just keep it. But that's the story. And I've, it's as always been, White Snake has been one of my top bands. White Snake right. and Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Just two of my favorite bands as a kid coming up in Montego Bay. Oh, so fantastic. All right, let's play that right now. It's light.
All right, a little bit earlier on, you were talking about how much you love Phil Collins. You've chosen In the Air tonight. What's so special about this particular song? <sighs> and why do you love Phil Collins so much? Everything I'll always say as a child, because this came out in 81. And as I said, you know, coming up in Jamaica, you're, you, there's only two stations to choose from. So going to school in the mornings, there there would be certain cutting edge DJs that would be playing songs from the states. So I would I always remembered hearing "Owner of a Lonely Heart." Yeah, it played every morning at a certain time while I'm getting ready to go to school. <laughs> Owner of a Lonely. <laughs> but then when I was getting into drumming and I started really knowing, feeling the vibration of drumming, I just remember when I heard "In the Ear Tonight." It was so eerie mm. and. You know, you're listening to a song and you're like, okay, there's no beat coming in. Yeah. And in the end of the song, when the build-up come and it had that... Yeah. I just remembered like, what the <laughs> is this? And yeah. thinking the song was coming to the end and it only went to a whole other level. And then when I realized that Phil Collins was a drummer and I read his story, that he was a drummer, he was a bad drummer a mm. lot of people don't even realize yeah. how great a drummer he yeah. is and what happened and he ended up coming out front he's just been one of my biggest idols that's why i've kind of like know that it's possible to do what i'm kind of like trying to do now because he's already been doing it yeah. oh that's you brilliant know? yeah man phil collins is that song had an enormous effect on a lot of musicians and producers out of Jamaica. When they heard that song, yeah. it was just... It's one of the few songs I think, if you listen to it right now, it sounds like it could still be coming out next year. It's so futuristic. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been another song like that that just transcends the decades, so to speak. And now we can feel that same feelings <laughs> that you went through with the song Phil Collins in the air tonight on the Jukebox Hour with Paul Castic here on Light FM.
Next song on the list, we've got oh, the godfather of everything that's cool and groovy, Lionel Richie. And oh, you've chosen man. the only one, one of his lesser known songs. So so tell us about this one. This story, I know sometimes I think it's just too good to be true. Why <laughs> I choose these songs is believe it or not. I got the Can't Slow Down album in 1983. I got it as a Christmas or birthday gift from a friend of mine. And, and of course, my mom used to always play Lionel Richie, the first album with Truly that he won the Grammy for. <laughs> yeah. So when we had always hearing the album, every day in my mom's store, the soundtrack of my life was Lionel Richie, Rick James, <laughs> Michael Jackson, all yeah. this funky mm-hmm. stuff. But every time I came to the end of the album, I remember it was the only one. And I always used to say to myself, why isn't this song a single? Mm. I just loved it. I felt like it had art. And for some reason, they didn't release it as a single. And I always imagined it as a reggae song. Mm. Wow. And I carried that those ideas with me straight into 1998 when Big Mountain asked me to join them. Mm. And I brought that song to California for them to hear it and we demoed it and it got us a record deal with a huge company in Japan called Pony Canyon and it became our first single with me as the producer for Big Mountain wow. so we actually have wow. a version of the only one right. oh so I gosh. was so obsessed with it yeah. that that's it the happen. song yeah. that I brought to Big Mountain wow. and it got us a record deal and it went out and whenever we go to Jack, um, Indonesia mm-hmm. New Caledonia, mm. Solomon Islands. And we, when we play the song, it's like an anthem. And it just makes me feel good because it was just a little idea I had from 1984. Wow. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Dreams made true. <laughs> right. Fantastic. All right, let's right. listen to this. The original version that kind of kicked off this whole crazy trip for your song or your version of it. 
Lionel Richie, the only one on the late breakfast.
This is one of the anthems of my childhood. <laughs> because when I heard this song, it always reminds me of going to like secondary school. Baby, I love your way. Big mountain. You have. I'm sure there's a story for how much you love this song because you've been a part of Big Mountain now for since October 1998. 1998. Yeah, which doesn't feel so long ago when you're our age, but actually, as Terry keeps pointing out, was a very long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What can I say about Baby I Love Your Way? You know, I, by the time I heard Baby I Love Your Way, I'd already started producing. I was already touring all over the world, mm. and I just just remember the first time. I heard the big intro with the vocals, and I was just like, "What the f- is this song?" Mm-hmm. And when I heard it, I'm a credit reader. I will buy. Uh, nobody reads credits more than me. Right. So I, when I realized it was a reggae song, I had no clue it was a cover. But I knew that Will to Power mm-hmm. had a version before. Right. Yeah. I didn't realize their version wasn't original either. Right. It it was years. It was just maybe fifteen. Years ago, that I realized it was a Peter Frampton song, right? And when Will to Power did it, they had a number one with it, and mm-hmm. then Big Mountain, but Big Mountain's version, what just knocked it out of the park. And when I realized, I was listening to the production, and I started reading the credits. One of my favorite drummers of all time on record, J.R. Robinson. He played the drum fills on it. The bass players are just famous guys, you know. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, this song just had a huge impact on me because I've always wanted to hear reggae like that, produced mm-hmm. like that, with the same trappings of any other pop songs. Right. I've always wanted reggae to just have that glossy, big, huge wall yes. of song, and that's kind of like what I've always strived for. So, baby, I love you, way. It's it was just one of those songs, and you know. We're going in Japan. Those guys are leaving. We're meeting in the airport. We're saying hi, <laughs> and the next thing, 1998, I got a phone call, and I've been with the band ever since. <laughs> This is like absolutely so incredible amazing. stories. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, let's get to that song then. Yeah. Ooh, baby, I love your way every day. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, baby, I love your way every day. Shadows grow so long before my.
sunset in your eyes Brown and gray and blue besides Clouds are stalking islands in the sun I wish I could buy one out of season But don't Is the jukebox hour on Light FM with Paul Castic with us? We've heard so many of your fantastic songs that you've chosen for the playlist today, but this last one that we're going to play is uh, possibly one of the most exciting ones that we're going to play. Tell us about Night by Night. All right, well, Night by Night, it's actually a cover of a, a very famous um, rock and roll band from the States called. Steely Dan. Dan. Steely we Dan. love Steely Dan. Uh, needless to say, my production partner, Rudy Valentino, him and I started this project from 2017. Right. Wow. As far as I'm concerned, the project was done August 2022, the mm. final song. And then Rudy, last year, Rudy just sent me the track. And he said, Paul, check this out. It's Steely Dan. I'm like, Steely, what? I'm <laughs> like, because... The whole point is that it's uh, the project supposed to be my favorite songs. Right. I didn't know this song. Right. But what I do is I trust Rudy. Rudy's like one of my best friends. We've been producing together. Mm. And, he, and he sent me the track. I, it was just like, I was like, wow, this track feels really good. Mm. But um, we were getting ready to go on tour with UB40, Maxi Priest, The Whalers, and Big Mountain mm. in the U.S. I didn't have time to do the vocals. So this year, I, you know, I came back and I went to in the States and I worked on the vocals. And the more I worked on the song, I was like, yo, Rudy. We had already chosen which song was going to be the first single. Right. But when I finished Night by Night, I was like, Rudy, I really feel like I should drop this song as, as the first single. So hence, right. we worked on the cover artwork and everything by Risa Rira Designs, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I really, you know, Rudy mixed it. We sent it to Germany. We got it mastered. We got some corrections, got some other ideas. And... I was in, in the UK touring with Maxi and was coming on to my birthday and I was like, something in my gut was just telling me, you know what? Drop it while I'm in the UK. Because yeah. ah. I was, I, I was going to have like 10, 12 days off mm -hmm. in Birmingham. And mm -hmm. I was like, I could do radio. And we did it. I called Rudy and we spoke about it and it became the first single. So this is the lead single of the project, My Reggae Rocking Journey, Volume 1, mm -hmm. coming out in 2024. This is the first single, Night by Night. It's a light breakfast with the legend, Paul Castic.
Okay.